Hi, this is Caroline Aaron, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. We'll play part two of our conversation with John Burlingame, author of music for primetime. Plus, Chuck Harder will join us as we revisit the history of the Monkees television series. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, and speaking of Chuck Carter, Chuck Carter, our resident music historian, you might recall a couple years ago, Chuck and I did a two-part or three-part look at television music shows of the 60s and early 70s and as I recall Ike and Tina Turner um, both as a performing group and their music came up at least once or twice in in, in that series of programs and I bring this up because as most of you know Tina Turner died early this year May 24th as a matter of fact and Chuck well you weren't the first person I thought of when when Tina Turner died but I did think of you and and Mm -hmm. knowing that you and I were going to sit down and record another show wanted to invite you to see if you had any thoughts on the passing of Tina Turner. Well, yes, I do. It it was certainly unfortunate. Um, I I believe she had been in ill health for a while, so it probably was a merciful release. And uh, I think this is a phenomena that's going to happen in the next five years, as many of the old timers are now hitting late sixty, late seventies, early eighties. It's going to happen. But Tina Turner had a long and successful career as a rhythm and blues, later pop performer, um, an amazing dancer talent on stage and uh, when she started with her husband Ike Turner and it was the Ike and Tina Turner Review um, they were a force of nature live because it would be Ike uh, Ike leading the band and he was a guitar player and a great band leader and arranger and then Tina would come out with three Ikeettes doing dance moves with her. The Ikeettes changed over the years, but the professionalism of the four women dancing together was always jaw-dropping amazing. The energy level was off the charts, and I saw the Ike and Tina Turner review a couple of times, and hard-pressed, who who was more energetic or outrageous on stage? Maybe James Brown at his height or something, but just sheer power and excitement and adrenaline I mean, absolutely wonderful. And uh, whether they were playing to black audiences or hippies or rockers or whatever, it didn't matter. They just went out and went, rah, and (laughs) and got them going. And uh, really a long and successful career. And the Ike and Tina Turner Review from the mid-60s until they broke up, which I think was probably early 80s, late 70s, somewhere around there, did a million TV shows. Um, they would be on all of the Mike Douglas or Merv Griffin type of things. They would be on um, the Midnight Special or Don Kirshner's Rock Concert mm-hmm. or Soul Train mm-hmm. or whatever. They were all over the place and always great, always good, and had some fairly good uh, pop hits. They had bigger hits in the R&B market, but they were, you know, just great. Mm-hmm. And then if you've seen What's Love has Got to Do With It with Angela Bassett, um, you know, you can know that things went south, and that, that movie is a little stacked against Ike. Yes, he was a druggie, and yes, he was abusive, but um, it, you know, it was sort of bent a little. But as a result of it, Tina went solo, and this was right at the height of the 
the MTV video explosion and that kind of thing. And she became an MTV darling and did many, you know, uh, uh, big songs and videos and so forth and pretty much had an ace career for the rest of her life as a solo performer. But it was funny, and I did see her at least once as a solo, and she was great, of course. But for a lot of the show, she would bring out three Ikeettes, essentially, and at least part of the show was the Ike and Tina Turner Review without Ike. <laughs> and and great. So, you know, uh, Tina Turner was a singer and performer that influenced many biggies. Beyonce, uh, who is a superstar now, credits her, was a main influence, and so do a lot of the other younger rhythm and blues type of singers. And... Um, I think she is a, a talent in rock music who will always last. Um, you can go on YouTube. There's 8 million clips of her, and it doesn't matter what you watch. She's great. And uh, from what I understand, a really good person and a survivor and an inspiration and all of that. So Tina Turner, or Anna Mae Bullock, as she was originally, lived a very full life and um, had fans all over the world. She knew that. She, uh, I believe she was in a happy relationship at the end, which is nice, and knew that she made her mark in the world of music. And Tina Turner will always be with us. You can stream any of the records, either with Ike and Tina Turner Review or her solo stuff. Go on YouTube, see a ton of stuff. I think she's in uh, one of the Mad Max movies. I believe she is. Yeah, yeah. so a little bit of acting, yeah. too. Uh, but no, Tina Turner is one of a kind, or was one of a kind, and, uh, you know, God bless you, you know, just uh, wherever you are, keep rocking. Tina Tina Turner, the only performer who made the Brady Bunch Variety Hour look watchable. She did an episode with Milton Berle, and they do whatever the grand musical number is, and then she starts, you know, she, she starts dancing with Milton Berle, at least to the, to the camera fades to black so but she was cool well a, a dollar is a dollar earned <laughs> richard Pryor did the partridge family that's right. i'm sure he was oh boy the partridge family yeah. but they waved the check oh okay that's right but now tina tina was great and i remember hearing the news myself and i i you know it's a bit sad for a minute but yeah. you know what i think those of us of older bent uh, we'll just have to kind of realize is, you know, this is going to happen. Yeah, time stops for no one. Right. This is going to continue to happen. And what if there's a good thing about an aged pop music performer or rock or R&B or country or whatever it is dying is that there's a lot of press. Yeah. And you can notice that when, say, for our purposes, when Tina Turner died, I'm sure within the next four or five days, the viewings on her YouTube clips went through the roof. Spotify probably went up. Spotify went up, the whole shebang, because celebrity deaths now are very much in the, you know, a newsworthy thing, you know, and every podcaster and all that kind of thing goes on. And as a result of all of that, that means that many people who perhaps had not heard her music in this case, will, Mm -hmm. or um, younger people who heard other people talk about or at least knew the image with the big hair and everything. Oh, really? And they'll listen to it. And the music of, again, in this case, Tina Turner will continue. 
indefinitely. So that it's a rough silver lining in this, but it's at least something. Well, she is the you know she is part of the soundtrack of our lives, and in that respect, she will always live on. Chuck Harder, music historian, pop culture historian, author of many books, including the forthcoming book on the cult movie Freaks directed by Todd Browning. Chuck, always good to have you on our program. Thank you, Ed, and nice to be here in the new TV Confidential Studios. See you next time. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Chuck Carter will be back next week for the first but two-part program that revisits the history of the Monkees television series. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, music for Prime Time by John Burlingame, available in bookstores everywhere through Oxford University Press. You can also find it at Amazon.com, where books are sold online. The annotated Avon Costello by Nick Santamaria and Matthew Conium, available McFarland Books, also available online, McFarlandPub.com and Amazon.com. Last but not least, for news and information on the upcoming 55th anniversary tour of Honeycomb featuring Shelley Clark that is scheduled to launch in 2024, go to Honeycomb.biz, Honeycomb.biz. Ed Roberts, about 20 figure old, down to Allen Phil Grace. And Greg Arabar, thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.